Um, if you're new here, I want to welcome you. Um, this is the best decision I ever made in my whole entire life. It took me a lot of years of running around wilds, um, but I'm so glad that I ended up here. Uh, what it was like for me is it wasn't very good. Uh, ever since I was young, I was jealous of my sisters. I, um, I never felt good enough. Uh, I didn't have any skills, so I never got any attention. I um, didn't have much going on for me. And um, just full of hate, resentment at an early age. And I started to learn really quickly that if I acted out and I misbehaved, that I get attention and I get some sort of love. And I can tell you that working the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous has taught me how to love myself and other people. And that might not sound too cool to you guys that are new, but I'm telling you right now, um, this is, uh, let, me, let me just kind of get into it. So um, I'm, I'm gonna speed it up. So I'm a bottom of the barrel drunk. I really started my journey with the steps and sponsorship out in a place called Skid Row. I, um, I was homeless in Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, it's cold in the wintertime. And uh, if, you're, if you're living out there homeless, it's wet too. And it, it doesn't smell very good. I mean, I always had the worst hygiene to anybody. And um, I, um, I ended up out on Skid Row. I, I made that Hail Mary call to my dad and said, please just get me out to Skid Row. I'm gonna die out here. My family wanted nothing to do with me. And, um, and I went to this place called the Midnight Mission. And when I went out to the Midnight Mission, I literally had one big tooth in my mouth. I had no skills whatsoever. Um, the only thing that I knew how to do was lie, cheat, steal, um, and use, and drink. I mean, that, that was what my life looked like. And um, so I ended up on Skid Row, the Midnight Mission with one tooth, sideways hat, thinking that I have it going on. Meanwhile, I'm living in a homeless shelter. So, I mean, that's not, you know, a disease of perception. Um, I don't know what, what would be for me. Um, and, um, and I learned simple things at the Midnight Mission. I, um, I learned how to shower. I learned how to brush my one tooth. I learned how to do laundry. I, um, you know, and I, and I started to get into the step work. And, and that's really what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the steps because that's what changed my life. Um, so step one, right? So I had this one tooth in my mouth and I was, I did not want to get rid of it. I was never going to let them pull this tooth. You know, there was too much pride, too much ego behind it. I don't want to be flat face. And um, they pulled that one tooth and I got all my teeth back. And, um, and then I started to see God working in my life. Um, I, you know, and, and I started to believe that maybe he could restore me to sanity. A lot of people share that they see it through other people, but I haven't had a spiritual awakening through the 12 steps. I need God to do something for Ted. And, uh, and when I got my teeth back, you know, I became willing. Um, I saw that, you know, something might be different. Something might be out there. And um, I'd gone out for so many years, like 20 years. And I never really understood what really changed my life. I mean, I got a sobriety date at 7, 16, 20, 20. I have a home group. It's PG. I have a sponsor, Alan B. And I have a God of my understanding. And uh, with those things, uh, life is possible for me to live. So when I got into that third step, I, um, I always thought I was praying for Ted, but one day things changed and I realized that I was asking God to make me an example of 
his power, of his love, and his way of life. You know, so my difficulties, you know, so others could bear witness uh, to my victories through my difficulties, basically. And, uh, and when I started to pray to be useful, uh, my life changed. So I got into that fourth step. I started to write out everything. And, um, and it turns out that, um, it turns out that I'm the problem. I always thought everybody else was the problem. I always thought the way I drank was my problem. That's not the problem. The problem is me in the way that I feel about myself. And how do I get free from that bondage of self? For me, it was doing the steps. Um, okay. So um, in the fifth step, I get to be honest. I get to be honest with myself. I get to be honest with another human being. I get to be honest with a sponsor. In the in the chapter five, it tells me that if I'm not honest with myself, that I'm probably not going to recover. Um, so so I got to get honest with Ted, and there's a lot of vulnerability there. And I, and I never wanted to get honest. You know, I had secrets that I never wanted to tell anybody. I was so ashamed of myself and things that I'd done. And um, it sounds so simple just to let go of these things, but it was so difficult for me. Um, and then, um, you know, I, um, I got into that sixth step and I got to see my defects of character. Not only did I get to see them, I really get to see how that impacts other people. And, uh, and it's not really pretty. And uh, in the seventh step, I get to ask God to humbly remove them from me. And I'll tell you right now, if I can't see my defects of character, that's why I have a sponsor. I can call up my sponsor and he'll, he'll point them out to me right away. And uh, he doesn't have to be kind about it because I know he loves me. You know, and um, before I had that kind of love, that kind of unconditional love in my life, um, if somebody gave me a suggestion for my better, I didn't take it very good. You know, you make a suggestion to me and I know everything, it's probably not going to go over well. But I got vulnerable with another man and, uh, and I got honest. My life started to change. And um, I had a lot in my past. So when I came in here, I had one, two of them in a homeless shelter. I'm running away from multiple parts. I don't have a license. I haven't had a place to live. I don't have a car. And, um, and I, I became willing to turn myself in on warrants. And I got really lucky because it was COVID and I didn't have to go to jail. I got to do my court on multiple warrants via Zoom from California. And, um, and, and, it, and it really was amazing for me um, because I was holding on to so much. And then I get into that ninth step, you know, and I start making these amends and I get free. My experience is if I'm working steps one through nine and I'm working them thoroughly into the best of my capabilities one day at a time, that I'm free. But a guy like me loves to shove his head against the wall. I love to jump into a swimming pool with no water. And that's why 10, 11, and 12 are so important to me. I mean, all the, all the steps are important. And I really try to stay in step one most of the time. And uh, we see fighting everything and everyone. And I, and I try to remember that. And uh, I get into that 10 step because I'm like a spiritual dumpster, you know? On that four step, I'm full of resentment. I'm full of hatred. There's so much stuff, you know? And I have to empty that dumpster out. And that 10th step 
allows me to keep that dumpster empty one day at a time. Because the book says that resentment is the number one offender. I will drink again if I don't use that 10. And in step 11, I get to ask God for what his will is for me and the power to carry it out. So now I'm not tech charged anymore. I'm hoping to be God charged, you know? And, um, and it's still hard for me to carry out God's will sometime. Um, it's not the easiest thing I've ever done. I don't do it perfectly, but I do it the best of my abilities one day at a time. And, um, you know, in 12, I get to hand the message back over and try to be helpful and useful to other people. And I can tell you that my life is completely different today than when I got in here. Um, for one thing, I have a full set of teeth. I mean, I can eat a steak, all right? <laughs> Try getting a job with one tooth in your mouth. Let me know how that works for you. Um, it's not as easy as people would think it is. You know, and I did get a little job. Uh, I got a job at a grocery store, and I got fired from the grocery store. Turns out I'm not a very good worker. Um, ben. So then my sponsor says, well, you become a dishwasher. And um, I became a dishwasher. And, um, you know, now I have a, uh, a management position in a, um, in a private lending firm. So, I mean, I'm not even college educated. Uh, I have my own apartment. I have my own car. I got to do things I'd never be able to do. I've gotten to travel around and go to all sorts of different AA events and conventions. I've gotten to do things that are on my bucket list, like go to the Super Bowl, um, NBA Finals, and... Pretty much anything you can think of, I've done it. I go to like 10 UFC fights a year, but I'm trying to get more frugal. And it's not about the prize and the caches, uh, the cash and the prize is what it is. It's, if you're out there and you don't love yourself, I'm gonna tell you right now, I work the steps and I love myself today. I walk into a room with confidence. I don't sit around and feel sorry for myself. I look to be useful, I look to be helpful. And I, and I love all of you and there's nothing you can do about it. Thanks for letting me share.